Good morning and welcome to Faith FM Australia. Wow, this is really weird. We're doing the intro of the show with our headphones on and it feels weird. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> like I'm actually listening to you talk at normal know, volume, not strange. like blasting into my ear. My yeah. headphones. Well, yeah. Sorry, is that how it is? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. Here in Australia, beautiful, wonderful country. It is, of course, Friday the 22nd of June where we are recording mm. this now. You, however, might be on a totally different day and that's because you are indeed on the delayed broadcast. That's right. So swap on over because mm. we want you to give us a call and tell us the quiz and mm-hmm. give us a question or just call up about the current prize. So in order to switch on over to the live show, just jump on our website, faithfm.com com.au and you can press play on that up in the corner of the top corner of the website or you can get the tune in app it's super easy just go in the app store or if you have an android i think it's on the android store or whatever that is (laughs) i don't even know because i am an apple girl through and through (laughs) um and grab that free tune in app and you can um find us there on faith fm and Give us live. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Listen live. We love the live show. I'm sure you will too. Now, it's been a wonderful day so far. Mm. We've we just finished the live show actually. And we can tell you the program coming up today is super amazing. Oh, dude. It was yeah. a, it was so much fun. I kind of want to listen to it myself. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you would have find the delayed broadcast. <laughs> we, uh, we had some really great news. You told us some good news stories. We yes. talked about some current. We talked again about the uh, the plastic controversy yeah, happening around we've enjoyed Australia. chatting about that one mm, yes we have a, we had a wonderful uh live in studio i uh, guess we mm-hmm. had um, rich aguilera yeah um, talking about you know he's he's known as the mud guy yes we had the mud guy in studio which was really great mm-hmm. and talking about his uh dinosaur show and his ministry for kids yeah which is, you know wonderful if you have kids definitely oh. listen to that you want to grab the website mm-hmm. for that one as yeah. well because one mustard one seed, mustard seed yeah com. yeah and then we also had uh our wonderful Bible study, our encounter with God, where we are going through uh, the story of, well, you know, what is Armageddon? Yeah. All about that. And then we looked at the, like a little mini Armageddon. Mm. So we can sort of like get an idea of how the real Armageddon is going to go down. Uh, They're on Mount Carmel with Mm. Elijah and the false prophets of Baal. Very scary. I can't say if it's Baal or it's Baal. It's Baal. Is it? Well, that's... There's no I. It's B-A-A-L. Baal. Baal. But it's not B-A-R-L either. It's not B-A-R. Do you know what? If you know how to pronounce it, give us a call and help us out. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. Tell us how to pronounce B-A-A-L. It's that horrible fake god A-L. they used to worship back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> tell us how to pronounce that. But hey, what are you grateful for this morning, Taryn? Oh, Mon, I am grateful for Fry. Yay! Yes, <laughs> Pretty weird hearing our listeners being like, "Wait, why are they Wait, grateful what? for Friday? Isn't yeah. it Monday?" <laughs> no, that's right. Because I'm going home this weekend. Yes. Home being the Gold Coast home, not mm-hmm. my home in Newcastle. So I have to drive eight and a half hours home. Wow. But that's okay. Get a good book on Audible uh, or Ooh, listen yeah, nice. to Faith FM nice. on my way home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, the, the hours will fly by. And hey, if you want to hear how Taryn's weekend went, just jump across to the live show. She's probably talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm grateful for this morning? What? What are you grateful the for? The fact that I'm in pain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I started this new uh, ab workout yesterday and today I was in agony, which has been surprising because I haven't actually been experiencing post-workout pain for yeah, a while. I think it's because of the juice. Mm. And, um, which, you know, it's good to not be in pain, but then also it's the gauge by how I 
determine whether or not I'm, you know, yeah. making any headways. That's it. And uh, and so um, <laughs> finally this morning I tried to do the, the abs workout again and it was just – I thought I was going to throw up. Oh, was, shame. Yeah. yeah, and because, you know, you actually use your abs a lot less than you think. Yeah. It's usually only when you're lying down and you go to sit up. Mm-hmm. At that point you feel a punch in your abs yeah. if you've been working out your abs. So, yeah, it's difficult to keep something worked out that you don't usually mm. use that much. That's it. Stay tuned. We have more good news, current news, and then we have our special guest interview, particularly good for kids today. Get your kids listening to the radio. We've got a special guest just for them.
Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You're listening to 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM right across our beautiful country. Taryn. Yes. Do you know what? I feel like my brain is shutting off. We're heading towards the weekend. Uh-huh. But I think you need to bring us back again. I've got a... I've got a cracker of a quiz. Good, because I need, I need to get my thinking head okay. on, I need to get my brain in You got your yeah. thinking cap on yeah. now? Hit me with the latest okay. clue. This is a what book am I, okay? Ooh. So I'm mixing it up a little. Is it Moby Dick? No. No, oh. no. Book in the Bible. Oh, book in the there's Bible. There's 66 of them for you to choose from. <laughs> well, that narrows it down a lot. <laughs> and there's a few of them that have first and second. So, you know, like, there's okay. less names than that. Are you ready for it, though? It makes it a lot easier when you know it's a book of the Bible, It right? does. Yeah, it okay. really does. Okay, okay. okay. so the, clue. the author of this book was so grieved with Israel's sin that he pulled out hair from his head and his beard. What? I know. That must be quite painful. I think so. Have you ever been so upset that you yanked your own hair out? No. Yeah, neither me. <laughs> It's much too painful. Nah, he must have been really. He upset. must have been really like you know, you know that that phrase, that saying where they're like, "I'm tearing my hair out." He this, was oh. literally pulling his hair out. Maybe this is where it comes from because I've Maybe. never seen someone do that. No, neither have yeah. I. Yeah. Maybe this is where it so comes the, from. That's so the guy who did that, it's his name is also the book. Yes. Ah. Yeah, but he was. Oh. I'll give you another clue. He was Go a on. prophet in Ooh. the book. So he was the main character of the book. Um, mm-hmm. He was writing to Israel and mm-hmm. telling them all about their sin. Um, and, and he was grieved. He was grieved. Oh. Yeah. If you know the answer, give us a call. The number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. You can text 0491-064-669. As ever, that clue already went up ahead of time on our Instagram page, which is Faith FM Live. That's our handle. You can even message us through Facebook. Facebook, if you like Faith of M Australia, we do get a lot of people mm. chatting to us on there, which we love. Hello yeah. to all our Facebookers out there. Now, Taryn, I love this segment. I think, you know, I used to tell people my favorite segment was our final piece where we give away free stuff, uh-huh. but I think this segment is becoming my favorite piece. Uh-huh. I love hearing good news from around the world. Yes, so yeah. do I, Mon. And you know what? Um, I think just a little uh, insight for our listeners, we're going to be talking about plastic again later on, mm-hmm. but you know, we I feel like we've been talking about this a lot lately and it just comes back to the fact that you know the environment is such an important mm. you know saving the environment helping the environment you know god gave put us here as caretakers yes yeah, of this earth yeah. um you know that's what he told adam and eve that their job was was mm-hmm. to look after the garden look after the earth mm-hmm. and as their um descendants that job continues to go down to us, us. as well yeah so mon how well, I, much just as yeah. an input just for a second there, i also believe that People are looking for a cause. People yeah. are looking for a do or die situation. Yeah. And I think, you know, anytime something comes up that sounds like they could something they could, you know, throw their life at and put their energy mm-hmm. into uh, you know, this generation wants something to 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 stand up for. Yeah. And I think it's little movements like these that sometimes catch the you know the attention of the masses and, you know, even if it's just for a while. So I think plastic right now is having its little revolution moment, mm-hmm. little fist in the sky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> up in arms about plastic. That's where I think it's at, but go on. Uh-huh. Okay, so Mon, I have a question for you yes. relating on how much you love the environment. Mm. Um, do you have a favourite tree? <laughs> I mean, I have a favourite type of tree, but I don't have one you don't have specific one tree. tree. <laughs> I mean, neither do I. However, there are people in Melbourne, right? So if you're listening in from Melbourne, this is going on in your city and you two can get a part of this. G'day, Melbourne. Um, <laughs> in Melbourne... <clears throat> They have started this initiative, right? The council started this initiative that um, 
they were having some problems with like tree branches and stuff falling over. And, you know, like instead of like getting a thousand calls a day from people being like, hey, my tree branch fell over. Can you come and fix it? Uh They decided to assign every tree its own email address. What? So that people could write an email about that specific tree and report problems like, hey, you need to fix this tree, you know? It's oh, so it's root- a way of them yeah. knowing which tree they're talking about. Exactly, yeah. It's, okay. it's a way of knowing which tree they're actually talking about so they can address the issue straight up uh-huh. and quickly and effectively so, and efficiently. Like tree number one on Burke Street and tree number three on Elizabeth Street. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got it, Mon. You've Innovative, got it. Innovative. Yes. <laughs> right? So interesting way of addressing this issue, but that's how they decided to go about doing it. Yeah. However, <laughs> the people of Melbourne didn't just email um, problems with the trees. They started sending them love letters <laughs> to the trees. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, Mon, there's over 70,000 of these trees no with email way. addresses. 70,000. hilarious. So it all started because city services wanted an easy way for people to report problems. Um but now they took the opportunity to write directly to the trees to express their adoration. Let me read you some. Oh, please do. Ode to tree. Here we go. <laughs> My dearest Olmus. That's what they named the tree. As I was leaving St. Mary's College today, I was struck not by a branch, but by your radiant beauty. <laughs> you must get these messages all the time. You're such an attractive tree. Oh, my goodness. How good is this? And then someone in the US decided to chime in and send an email from their tree to these Melbourne trees, right? Oh, the trees are talking to each Uh other The trees are talking to each other. So this is an American tree. Just imagine I have an Uh American accent. Uh I cannot do the accent, but it said, How y'all? My name is... Quercus Alba, you y'all can call me Al. I'm about 350 years old and live on a small farm in Mississippi, USA. I'm about 80 feet tall with a trunk girth of about 16 feet. I don't travel much. Actually, haven't moved since I was an acorn. I just stand around and provide a perch for local birds and squirrels. Have a good day, Al. <laughs> oh, mon, this just cracked oh, me hilarious. up. Oh, the poor city of Melbourne. They must just be having. So- so many emails. I guess this has not fixed any problem. No, they, they I have to weed through all the love letters, yes. the odes to trees, to get the to like to trees. The problem email. Oh, it's <laughs> so funny. And I mean, like, apparently, um, other like cities around the world have, um, like similar digital city Uh service systems Uh Um, like Chicago has a pothole tracker and Honolulu has a tsunami siren adoption program Uh Um, but Melbourne's the first city to start giving trees email addresses tears in my eyes from laughing at this this is great Uh, hats off to Melbourne this makes me love Australia same right (laughs) like who else would start a give Uh trees email addresses Uh and b whose people would rise up and write love letters to trees uh-huh. it's true not story. just problems <laughs> anyway that was that was a fun story that i enjoyed reading this morning yeah, and yeah. i'd share with y'all in other good news tell me more there is a popcorn company yes. in the united states that's creating jobs for adults with autism oh really yeah so um these uh, people, Dr. Um, Barbie Zimmerman mm-hmm. and her husband, um, Dr. Steve Abia. Mm-hmm. So, um, they obviously are 
like professionals and um they had a son with autism right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they he, he was working as like just a trolley guy you know um in a local supermarket for like six years yeah but yeah. he wanted to do more like mm-hmm. he wanted a m- more challenging job yeah yeah um and they were like yeah of course like you have the abilities to do a more challenging jobs mm-hmm. but there was no one out there that was willing to, willing to give yeah. him a job because he had autism so they decided to set up a company um that's called let's work for good um so that's their um oh sorry that's their charitable organization um and their um company for the popcorn is called popportunities hey get it opportunities uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and they decided to um create meaningful and lasting employment for adults with autism and developmental disabilities um so yeah they just recognized that there was a lack of um employment options with uh, for these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they decided to create jobs themselves through um, this popcorn brand. Um, so all of the profits went back into their um, charitable organization. And um, according to their website, every tin of popcorn that's purchased um, provides at least one hour of meaningful employment to adults with autism and other developmental disabilities. That's wonderful. How cool is that? That's Yeah. And do you know what? I think we're going to be needing more of this. I agree. You know, as well we need to make create more opportunities. Yeah. For all different kinds of people, yeah. to, you know, to have employment, to have work. So that's I think that's it. a really great story. And so, like, it gives jobs for people who, um, you know, that can they can make the popcorn, they mm-hmm. can package the popcorn, they can um, develop. Like, they've even given them um, like the ability to like label it and uh-huh. and even uh-huh. do the marketing for the company as well. So I wonder if it's like a taste tester because that's the job <laughs> that I've been sticking my hand Same. up for. <laughs> anyway, that is the good news for this morning. Uh, wonderful good news. Thank you, Taryn. If you have any good news, hey, give us a call and share it. We love to hear good news. We love to share good news or just share it with your neighbor. You don't have to share it with us. One eight hundred Faith FM is the number we're going to have a song this is linda shelton with the song spread a little love around and we sure hope that you are spreading a whole lot of love around today on this beautiful friday morning sometimes this crazy world can make us all feel bad i sit and watch the and just get sad We need to stop and smell the roses in the ground Get out today, spread a little love around Talk to a neighbor, volunteer a favor Help out a stranger when his car's broke down Give your wife a kiss and Spread a little 
Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. This is 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. You're here on The Breakfast Show with Mon and Tara. Yeah. Taryn, who is uh, thankfully still filling in for Lyle, who is over in the Americas. Having a good time, working hard. Yeah, that's it. Good time, working hard. <laughs> it's such a nice thing to do um, for someone to actually take their holiday time and go help other people. Yeah. So, yeah, he's working on family projects over there in the States and we are praying for him. He's in our prayers and he'll be back next week, actually. So, yeah, yeah not much longer now. And uh, speaking of not much longer now, mm. I was horribly mistaken. I thought that the plastic bag ban was going to be done on July 1st. Mm-hmm. I went to the supermarket yesterday. Yeah. No plastic bags. <gasps> yeah, because you went to Woolies, right? I went to Woolies. Coles still has them. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, mm-hmm. that, okay Until July 1st. Okay, until July. Okay. Oh, but that's Woolies where the confusion is, is done from. and dusted. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, well, do you know what? Shell is mouthing something at me, our producer. I have no idea what you're saying. You look crazy, though, Shell. Is it Friday? Is Friday doing that to your face? <laughs> I have the funniest story, by the way, Mon, that I want to share with you when uh, you're done. Uh, when I'm, what, tell it to me okay, now. Okay, you want you want to <laughs> yeah, hear this? Yes, okay, yes. okay, okay. So, because Woolies has already banned plastic bags, right? Uh-huh. I'm a part, like, I live in this small town of Kurunbong and we have, like, a little community Facebook page yes. thing. And all over, like, the Facebook page in the last couple of days, there's been these memes going up, right? <gasps> mm-hmm. um, if you don't know what a meme is, it's just pretty much a picture a with a funny... Saying on it, yeah, yeah, joke yeah. on it, yeah. Um, any joke, yeah, that's it. And it's this picture of this um plastic bag, and the like the writing on it is like vintage plastic, plastic bag, bags, one thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like get in quick. It's, yeah, I was wondering, bag. I was like, you know, will my children even know what these plastic bags are? Well, like, what's that, mama? You know. You're gonna have With no the American idea. accent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why my children are American. Maybe I'm predicting my future, future husband to yeah. be American. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we are heading towards this uh, bagless, you know. By, by the way, those of you who are in South Australia and Tasmania, I know you're thinking... Oh, get with the times. We've, <laughs> yeah. we did away with we've been bags. away with plastic bags for a, a long, long time. time. Well, it's just kicked in here in, uh, in New South Wales, in Newcastle in particular, where we're broadcasting from. And we did talk about this, uh, I think twice at least now on the show in the past few weeks. And the last time we spoke about it, we did bring up, you know, is it really a solution yeah. uh, to the plastic that is littering our oceans and our planet? Um, because, you know, we, we looked at some statistics at what did happen in South Australia and what actually mm-hmm. happened over in Ireland and in the UK when they also eliminated uh, single-use plastic bags at the checkouts and uh, and they discovered that um, people, you know, would just purchase the, the ones you have to pay for, you know, yeah. like 5 cents, 10 cents, yeah. 15 cents. And these plastic bags, because people have to pay for them, yeah. they're made out of a heavier plastic. Mm. They're usually dyed with, you know, chemical dyes and, uh, and they actually take longer to mm. break down the environment and they have these extra chemicals from mm. the colours that are even worse yeah. for the environment. And people weren't really reusing them, were they? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. They're and you know, because people would forget to bring a bag to the supermarket, so they just purchase one, but then they would forget the next time to so just purchase another one. And so it just mm. was a cycle. Yeah. And uh and the more I've since we did that segment, the more I've thought about it, the more I've heard the news about it, the more I'm just wondering if this is just some big ploy from the supermarkets to get more money out of us. Because oh, if you think about it, the only yeah, thing yeah. we get for free from Coles or Woolies or anywhere 
is the bag we take our stuff home That's in. That's true. Right? And they're like, well, well, let's make more money out of them. Let's yeah. not give you that. Yeah. Because even just in the last few days that, that Woolies here in Newcastle has uh-huh. stopped providing plastic bags, they've had a couple of backlash. Uh-huh. So um, people, you know, they get all their stuff together. They go to the checkout. They realize they can't put their stuff in anything. And so they go over to the fruit and veg section. Yeah. They get the fruit, those little fruit and veg freezer bag things that you put oh, like your apples and so stuff in. So they're still selling those bags. No, oh, I mean, they're still giving they're, away well, those bags. Yeah, uh-huh. they're providing those, you know, because you can go to the yeah. fruit and veg and like bag up your yeah, bananas yeah, yeah. and bag up your kiwis and whatnot. So just go grab a bunch of those, come back over to the checkout, and then they put their stuff in those bags. No way. And so all the little fruit and veg freezer bags in the fruit and veg section are like just being depleted like wow. at astronomical rate. And another thing that's been happening is that people actually going to Woolies and Coles, yeah. buying like one or two items and then going to the checkout and taking all the plastic bags <laughs> and stocking up in advance for this of like, they are. for the plastic bag Armageddon. <laughs> but this is ridiculous because, and this is the worst thing since they've banned the plastic bags, um, garbage bags because uh-huh. you know, now you can actually um <clears throat> in a lot of the states you know when you go to the, the garbage bag section and you can buy like the massive black ones yeah, the yeah. outdoor bin and you can buy like the, the smaller white and pink yeah. and yellow ones that are scented and you can buy like ones for your office bin uh-huh. different sizes they now will also sell you in, in other states they'll sell you regular single-use shopping bags plastic shopping oh, bags the okay. ones you used to get at the checkout that you can buy them on a roll in oh some you can buy them you on a roll you can buy them on a roll so and they're selling like hotcakes <laughs> of course they would be so we haven't really how much this. are they are they cheaper they're not available here yet oh, because we've okay. only just implemented this uh-huh, radio demand people you know so that so Woolies and Coles complied and so they created this product and now people can go and buy it. Oh, wow. And they're, they're selling out. And this, so we haven't really solved anything. Yeah. Which is what we were discussing. We were discussing if we are banned single-use plastic bags, is it going to solve anything? Yeah. Because walking through a supermarket, if you just think to yourself, get your, get your plastic blinkers on and yeah. just look at all the plastic, you know. Yeah. You look at the mushrooms that come sliced. They come in a plastic yeah. tub, then wrapped in a plastic. Then wrapped bag. in plastic. You know, it's just ridiculous. Every single box of steel, that entire cereal aisle, mm-hmm. it's not just in a cardboard box. Inside the cardboard box is it's a plastic, plastic sleeve. Exactly. Like, there's plastic everywhere. Yeah. You know, Cupid mayonnaise in a plastic bottle with a plastic lid comes in a plastic sealed contain- like bag. Yeah. Like, what's the point there? Yeah. There's so much plastic. There's. Is there any point? Yeah. To eliminating what what is the most quickly biodegradable plastic when we're still all using plastic toothbrushes, plastic hairbrushes, That's plastic right. Q-tips. You know, I feel like we have this plastic giant mm-hmm. that we need to combat and deal yeah. with. And yeah. we've dealt with it at like yeah, the most ineffective yeah. section. We've attacked it from the wrong angle. That's it. Like my friend um, Rachel, who was on the radio uh-huh. the other week, um, she actually she doesn't have um plastic straws she has aluminium straw metal straws uh-huh. um to get rid of plastic that way and she also has bamboo toothbrushes so she can recycle her toothbrush yeah like you know there's just these little things that you don't even think about that are, that plastic is so um i guess inherent like it's it's so like it's everywhere that you look like it's all a part of your household it's a part of your life everyday life like cling wrap and everything like you know you just use it all the time without even thinking twice and i think i think what this plastic ban is doing um on the plastic bags is just causing this debate and this discussion to happen 
um, so that people can start you know, thinking, okay, well, you know, as much as I'm going to keep on buying um, plastic bags, some people will be like, oh, okay, well, if they've, you know, caused such a problem in the plastic bags, then what else am I doing in my life? Where else am I using the plastic um, that's actually a problem? And how can I just reduce my footprint on the environment and everything? So I think it's a good discussion starter yeah. anyway. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I do think we've we've yeah. we've, we've started off. We're in a, yeah. you know we've headed. I guess we are heading in the right direction. You know, any progress is good progress. Yeah. Um, but I think we need to up the ante. And until, yeah. like you said, until we address things like you know the plastics we use that we also chuck out like toothbrushes and straws, you know, we can't stop here. Exactly. Yeah. And I really just don't want to see big corporations making more money out of us with no, the slime moves. Really, so, that's, yeah. that's exactly right. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you mastered sign language? No. Have you ever raised a litter of kittens? No. Have you ever played a musical instrument with the late Robin Williams? No. Well, then you might not actually be as smart as the world's smartest animal, Coco the gorilla. Oh. Who has sadly passed away. I saw that. Yeah, so I was so sad. Coco was the most beloved Western lowland gorilla who, I can't believe this, mastered sign language. Mm. I'm going to do the ABC and that's it. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, I've got nothing. And I can't say I've ever raised any animal. <laughs> um, but she has indeed passed away. She was actually 46 years old. Wow, that's um, pretty decent. Yeah, she was living at a, at a, uh, a nature reserve in California and... Um, <clears throat> In the Santa Cruz Mountains, and uh, and yeah, she she was incredible. She, you know, she was a uh, featured on the cover of Natural Geographic in in 1978, and um, you know, she'd taken a picture of herself in a mirror. Oh, which is you know, incredible progress yeah. for an animal to do that. And uh, and she also uh, played um, guitar a little bit with not like you know, she yeah, didn't, like you know, crack out, you know, Jesus loves me on the guitar. <laughs> but she had a little strum with uh, Robert Williams, and uh, there's a little video of it. It's so cute. We're going to put it up on our Instagram so you can check that out. And um, yeah, it's just incredible that the animals that God has given us, you know, to make our life a little bit sweeter. Yeah, and we need to remember to look after them. That's right. Um, look after the environment. Because they're so much the more intelligent than we than we than we realize. And plastic is one way that we can look after them. That's right. Anyway, we'll be right back with our special guest. I'm very excited we have him in the studio here today. Stay tuned. This is True North with Master of the Wind. Wonderful song. Enjoy. Troubled sea, ever there's a wind in my sail. But I have a friend who watches over me when the breeze turns into a gale. I know the master of the Bring me low, but it cannot bring me down. 
master of the wind. I know the maker of the rain. He can calm the storm and make the sun shine again. I know the master of the Let the sun shine again He is the master of the wind Welcome back to Faith FM Australia We're here in the studio with our guest But before we introduce him to you Taryn, we forgot to do the quiz the last two segments I know Maybe here's with a new clue Okay so this is a what book am I? And it's a book of the Bible, Mon. Mm-hmm. Not just any old book. I can't believe it wasn't maybe deep. I know. <laughs> okay, so the next clue is the first two verses of this book are virtually the same as the last two verses of the book that precedes it. Oh. How insane is that? That's very interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and have a look at that yeah, now. Yeah, I'll see the same thing. I haven't seen that. Like, I haven't noticed that before. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. Someone's going to know that. Some trivia person's going to be like, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Give us a call if you know what it is. 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. That's 1-800-324-843. Anyway, enough of the quiz. I want to talk to our guest. Welcome to the studio, Rich Aguilera. It's hello, so nice to have hello, you. Hello. Thank you very much. Nice very to be here exciting. with you, ladies. It's very exciting because you have an accent and you're here in our studio in Australia. <laughs> Wait a second. I thought you guys had the accent. Well, <laughs> we do not have an accent. No. This is, this is how normal people sound. <laughs> Rich Aguilera, let me quickly introduce you. You are the owner director of One Mustard Seed Ministry, which is a ministry aimed at uh, presenting creation to kids. Basically, is that a nutshell? Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely part of uh, what we do. We do a bunch of different things, but that is a, a huge part of what we do is focusing on the creation issue. And you're here in Australia doing a tour, um, which we will hear more about in a minute. But stay tuned, listeners, because you're going to find out how you can jump on and go see that tour, which I'm very excited about. But let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about how you started this ministry. Well, you know, it's uh, it's kind of interesting how God uh, leads uh, in mysterious ways sometimes. I studied architecture in university, and I did that for 16, 17 years, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, felt a very distinct calling to start a ministry, and that was about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. We organized One Mustard Seed and uh, took a giant leap of faith, mm-hmm. and which is why the, the name One Mustard Seed, because it was a giant leap of faith mm-hmm. to, to start a ministry. Uh, leave your career behind and do something different that you feel, you know, called and compelled to do by God. Amen. That's a that's a huge change mm. to be having done a career for so long and to answer the call of God to your heart and uh, and jump I guess jump in the deep end mm-hmm. and uh, and start a ministry. So you so you were an architect and I'm guessing um, has that helped you at all building this ministry? Yeah, you know, sometimes when you're in different kinds of projects in architecture, you have to kind of zoom out and mm-hmm. then uh, take apart a project and then mm-hmm. zoom back in and put it back together again one tiny piece at a time because in the work that we're doing, uh, whether it's uh, putting together large events or uh, projects or movies or whatever it is that we're working on, uh, it, it does kind of help you get organized and, and mm-hmm. work forward to, to put the project back together again. So it is there mm-hmm. are some complex uh, parts to the work for sure. It's, it's just, it just blows my mind that you know a professional could just be like, do you know what? Forget this. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start a ministry for God. Did you? I mean, did you grow up Christian? I did. 
I did. Okay, I yeah. grew up. I'm a I'm a PK, so I'm ah, a pastor's kid. Uh, pastor's yeah. kid. Classic. <laughs> yeah, so I, I grew up in the setting and uh, seeing my dad uh, be involved in ministry. My brother also got into ministry. My father-in-law. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a seems to be a, a family business. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I was trying to find where my calling was, and it didn't seem quite like pastoring was mm-hmm. was my area, but. I did notice since I was little that I was uh, one of these creatives. So I was, Mm -hmm. you know, in in school, uh, you know, I'd get these... you know, notes, and then the, the teacher would say, "But he's very creative," <laughs> and we're trying to figure out if that was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> um, you know, they're always trying to find something nice to say about your kids. Yeah. And so I was growing up, I was trying to fi- find out how I could fit in and how I could serve the Lord uh, in a creative setting, and um, just did not feel like you know, pastoring was exactly what uh, what I was called to do. So mm-hmm. I found out that architecture could be a creative outlet. But uh, I, I soon found out that it was a little bit of a letdown, mm-hmm. and um, it was more the the business of building buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, I wasn't doing you know getting a lot of opportunities to do ministry, mm-hmm. and the opportunities to be creative were, were even less. Uh, so I got involved at church with children's ministries, with youth ministries, and I just really loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, working yeah. directly for God, working for kids, uh, trying to use every creative energy possible to, to inspire kids and to lead them to God. And then you ended up studying your own ministry, One Mustard Seed. Tell us a little bit about what One Mustard Seed is, what it does, what it entails, you know, because you, you keep saying you're creative. So how have you used this creativity for God now through One Mustard Seed? Right. Well, the, the first thing that I noticed early on uh, when we were starting is you look at uh, a lot of the media that is being produced in the in the secular world and, you know, none of it. Um, really talks about God. Um, none of it really gives God glory, mm. and uh, a lot of it actually is an attack on God. It yeah. undermines God, and and you know takes away His authority. And I was like, wow, this is rough. And mm. and a lot of the parents out there that are trying to grow up and provide teaching and and mm-hmm. opportunities for kids to know God through through entertainment mm-hmm. or media, you know, watching something or listening something on the radio, whatever. But there was, uh, you know, a limited amount of uh, resources and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, myself having kids, I was like, you know, I'm looking for something cool and different yeah. and fresh. And it's so true because, you know, I personally love um, nature documentaries, you know, the BBC, David Attenborough, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But when, mm-hmm. you, when, you, when you watch it, like the, the footage is incredible. Most of the information is pretty interesting, but then boom, they're like, you know, 50 million years. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And I do find that disturbing. And I, and I appreciate that someone's gone, do you know what? We need to do something about this. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting because the, the, the way that they do it is so subtle. Mm-hmm. And they're just sneaking mm-hmm. it in. And then kids suddenly don't realize it that, yeah. you know, 10 times in the last month, they've just been told, you know, this information that is not biblical. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to create stuff that, uh, you know, corrected that mm-hmm. and provided opportunities to, to get it straight from the Bible. So what, what kind of stuff have you been creating? So we've, uh, we started early on with um, some video resources. Mm-hmm. So we've produced uh, programs for television, um, one that's broadcast in broadcast right now that's just pretty popular. It's called The Creation Case. Mm-hmm. Um, and creationcase.com is the website if people mm-hmm. want to go there and check it out. And there's episodes and stuff. Um, we also produce programs for uh, 3ABN. Uh, I'm the Kids Time on the Kids Time program. I'm the Nature Time host. So cool. <laughs> we're traveling all over the world, uh, showing kids the nature from different parts of the world, and, and that's exciting. Is that where they call you the Mud Guy? Well, the Mud Guy comes because in uh, North America, where I live, I write for a magazine called Guide Magazine, guidemagazine.org, mm-hmm. where I write a blog as well and a vlog. Um, 
they asked me to write a, a monthly column for their magazine. Mm-hmm. And when we were you know, starting, they were like, what should we call it? What should we call the column? And then they said, mud. <laughs> I was like, okay. I like yeah. mud. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they, they wanted me to write about nature and about uh-huh. creation and stuff. So we're trying to come up with some cool, okay. earthy sounding yeah. name. That's awesome. <laughs> and I it's like not it. an acronym because a lot of people ask me, does mud stand Yeah, for that's what yeah. I was wondering. No, it's no. just mud. <laughs> mud is <laughs> guess because it sticks. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, there's a subtitle too, and they call it uh, Off Road Adventures with Rich Aguilera. Oh, like that's that. cool. Yeah. So, you know, just get down and dirty, get, you know, right yeah. with earth. And uh, so mud kind of started off that. And then the mud guy mm-hmm. kind of all by itself became kind of a, a, a little nickname yeah uh, that's awesome <laughs> so you must have been on quite a few adventures then because you're doing this off-roading and you're traveling around like what are some of the places you've been to for this oh man you know uh, god's just really allowed us to do a lot of amazing traveling opportunities um at this time i've been to 78 countries wow uh, whoa <laughs> that's insane <laughs> yeah that, and the you know the opportunity to go to these places <clears throat> and then do some videotaping and recording and stuff like that is a huge opportunity because yeah and I, I realize that most kids are not going to get the opportunity to visit some of these places. Mm. But if we could bring it to them yeah. and in a cool, relevant way. So the, the way that I'd like to produce is like, kids, you're you're here with me. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I wish you were here. You know, no, you're yeah. here and check this out and look over there. And, you know, we're here. That's Be careful so for that cool. rock, you know, whatever that kind of stuff. So we've had a lot of fun, you know, producing so that cool. that way. And so you talk about the night journey to these locations, and you know what, God, how God has created stuff. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. And I'm looking, looking for God in the details, and you know how much design and the order. That's and beautiful. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, I want to go watch it. Like, right yeah, now. same. Let's just, <laughs> let's just cancel the show. I want to go watch Richard's show. Well, that that part of it too has has continued to change, and uh, you know, one of the recent projects that we did was uh, we we put together a, a movie. Oh, really? Which is kind of cool and different, and uh, the movie doesn't have to do with nature necessarily oh cool uh-huh. but it is uh, we did want to use the medium of uh, mm. filmmaking to try to also con- continue to you know inspire kids and get kids yeah. excited so uh, we just finished the movie we're mm. getting ready to release it this fall what's so it what's called? it about uh, well it's oh. called the mysterious note uh-huh. and uh, if you want to see a trailer it's the mysterious note.com uh-huh. and um, we want to uh, teach about stewardship uh-huh. oh. of course a lot of people they hear stewardship and they're thinking, oh, it's about tithes and offerings. Yeah. But it's not about that part mm. of stewardship. Stewardship, if you really think about it, the, the broader word means that God is the owner of everything uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that we've been placed as managers of these things. Mm-hmm. And how we manage those things is going to play a, a huge role in how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the movie is about. It's a comedy adventure and we're targeting kids and families. That's so cool. I, I, I literally just want to go home yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and sit on my couch and watch this all. <laughs> <laughs> when does the movie come out we're we're targeting october 15 as a date oh, nice. we're we're working on um on a north american release but just a few weeks that i've been here in australia we've been getting a lot of interest so we're yeah. hoping that we can also release here in, in australia that'd be cool yeah. is, have, have you been here before is this your first time to australia this is my second time ah. i got to come um i don't know 15 20 years ago with my wife and um this is a second time now go. i get to bring my my kids got to come with me this time I, I was awesome. gonna say, is this like your seventy eighth country? <laughs> no, no. This uh, this was probably my fiftieth country. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm actually like I'm a little bit jealous now that I've finally yeah. met someone who's been to more countries than me. <laughs> I'm usually the person who's been more places. And I'm like, <laughs> do you do you count? Do you have a tracking? Yes, uh, of course. How many? How many Multiple how many? apps. <laughs> 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 I've been to us uh, uh, thirty seven. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh, you, 
You've got nothing on him. <laughs> like, I know, but I'm, I'm not even a bit younger than him. So That's an impressive number. I mean, yeah, it is. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like yours. So anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> so you you are in Australia, and welcome to our beautiful country. Yes. I know it's probably the best out of all the ones you've been to. Oh, say no I more. Say it. no more. We'll leave that there. Um, but you're on a dinosaur tour, right? Which is so cool. Please tell us everything about that. <laughs> well, interesting thing about dinosaurs is that all kids I have never met a kid that's not intrigued fascinated by dinosaurs Uh and they're like oh cool dinosaurs they're stomping around yeah the thing is, if you look at the, what the secular world teaches about dinosaurs, it's a very anti-God teaching. Mm. Um, they lived millions of years ago. There is no God. They evolved. And uh, it's interesting because, uh, you know, they're being taught very anti-God concepts. Mm-hmm. And nobody's really out there trying to uh, push back mm. and, you know, set the record straight and see what the Bible says about mm. the issue of dinosaurs. So that's what we set out to do is create a, a live kind of show event um, you know, stage show type of thing where, you know, lights and sound effects and uh, special effects and all this good stuff. And uh, we go methodically down various questions where we ask hard questions, what people want to know about dinosaurs, and we try to answer every single one of them. And our goal is to show that at the end of at the end of the show that, that dinosaurs did not live millions of years ago, that they live recently, mm. that they're part of the original creation and part of the original problem of sin entering the world and corrupting and messing up all of nature. Yeah. So we try to wrap all that up into a cool, fun, you know, there's game shows and prizes and adventure and, and mysteries and surprises that I can't mention too much because <laughs> I don't want to ruin the show for those that still might want to see it. That's so I cool. Think, I think that's not only uh, wonderful but really significant and important because, you know, like you just said, every every time God has created something good, you know, humans have either ruined it or the devil has mm. attacked it with a counterfeit. Mm-hmm. And I think using dinosaurs to you know, try and convince yeah. us that there is no God is terrible and, and sad. And I think it's wonderful that you cre- you've created something, you created this show, this tour that is it is working against this counterfeit mm-hmm. and, and giving the true message of the true image of God. So if people would like to go to your dinosaur tour e- here in Australia, how can they do that? You know, where are you showing this? Right. We're, uh, we're almost starting to wrap up our tour here. We've been to four cities so far. Uh, tonight we're going to be in Port Macquarie mm-hmm. uh, at 630 um, and then tomorrow we're going to be in Korenbong oh, at cool. 4 o'clock. And if uh, you're looking for information about the venue and tickets and stuff like that, uh, our website is onemustardseed.com. Awesome. Okay, today is Friday the 22nd of June. So if you listen to delayed broadcast, please check the website first. So onemustardseed.com. And I'm guessing this is also where you can get any other kind of resources from your, from your ministry? Yep, this is kind of ground zero for mm-hmm. our resources. We have uh, an app called Splat that we recently released and that has a compilation of like all the videos and audio resources and stuff that we produced so uh, that's out there we have a couple of books that we've written there's a devotional book called Passport to Adventure which is really popular which provides uh, 365 of those adventure stories from around the world. That's awesome. So it's kind of cool. And along the way, I've, I've you know ran into some some interesting moments and historical events. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, for example, I was uh, in Berlin when the wall came down. Oh wow! I just happened to be traveling through Europe, and uh, and I was there to experience no that. Way. So I build that into several of the That's devotional amazing. stories. Wow. 
So it's a, it's a uh, fun adventure story. You don't story. have to be a kid to buy this. <laughs> no, no. Okay. A, no, Mon. You can go and buy yes. it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Special for the, for the travel junkies. You know. <laughs> okay. For those of you who aren't going to be able to make it to the dinosaur tour, don't stress. You can jump on onemustardseed.com. doesn't need to end there. You can get hold of uh, Rich Aguilera's The Mud Guy. You can get hold of his resources there. So videos, audios, books, the movie, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then also the mysteriousnote.com right. was the movie. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio this morning. It's been so great having you here. Absolutely. Even though your country cat is larger than mine. <laughs> We're going to have a song. This is Carly Fletcher, Seek First. If you have forgotten those uh, details that I've given you, just give us a call here at Faith FM. We will also put them up on our socials. So you'll see them on our Facebook and our Instagram. The number here to call is 1-800-FAITH-FM if you would like some more information about Rich Aguilera. It's another brand new day And there's so much to do My head hurts I reach for my phone And I see a pile of dirty clothes My schedule starts to fill With the plans I will do For this day But God stills my voice, he calls Won't you stop a while and spend time with me? Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness And all these things shall be added unto you Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness Shall be 
said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Hey Mon, mm-hmm. do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. lost but now I found was blind but now I see was grace that i 
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.